The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. And welcome into the EP Podcast. My name is Chris. What's yours? This is 30 Minutes of Good in a World of Dumb from my basement bar right here in Evergreen Park. So much going on today, we're going to visit the Evergreen Park Village Pantry on site to see all the wonderful things that they do for the community, especially this time of year. And the Evergreen Park Chamber of Commerce, several members down here, massive competition going on over Thanksgiving weekend. You could win 250 bucks. We have all the details for you. You will not want to miss it. It is all brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. Who knows that we're all happy to give this time of year, but those costs can sometimes add up, even if you're making someone else's day better. That's why when you open up a total access checking account, you get a $300 bonus and free ATMs nationwide. Plus, you get great mobile and online banking tools. Give away this season, and all you have to do is set up at the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. Open online right now. BankEvergreenPark.com slash total access slash EP. $100 required to open. Requirements to qualify. Must use link to apply. Member FDIC. Before all of my guests sit down here and we have a nice chat about how you can win $250 cash money coming up over Thanksgiving weekend and have an awful lot of fun trying to win that prize, let's head out to the Evergreen Park Village Pantry. So I like sitting at the bar. That's fine. Sitting down in the basement, doing the podcast, but it's also fun to go out and actually see something happen. And John Dalkey has come to my place so many times, and I have only visited once without a microphone to his place over here at the Evergreen Park Village Pantry at 2704 West 98th Place. And I showed up on the day once a week, you guys hand out food to those that are in need, and this place is moving today, John. You've got a lot of people working really hard. Yeah, I know we're hopping today, and, and, and I explained earlier, our numbers have really shot up the last three weeks, and I, I just think it's the, the food prices that are forcing a lot of people back to the food pantries, uh, and I've seen that on the news, too, so I'm really concerned that, um, you know, this could be like the canary in the, in the coal mine as far as, um, you know, th- there's a problem in the economy, so, um, but, you know, again, we're coming into the holidays and our, our residents are always very generous, so I know we're going to be fine, but it's concerning to see all these families that are still struggling after over a year with this whole COVID situation, so... Um, we're, you know, we're monitoring it. You've got a lot of people working for you in here. I saw a couple of village trustees. Mark Phelan's here. Carol Kyle's here. I mean, you get a lot of people from the community that are that are giving their time to come in here and help out their neighbors. What what does it feel like when you see how hard they're working? Because I'm astonished by it. I mean, you got multiple rooms here. People run around. They're packing things. It's curbside delivery as uh, as cars pull up, and they've got all these prepacked boxes. You've got everything from canned goods to, to meat coming out of freezers and refrigerators here and being individually packed. It, this takes an army, basically, to do every week, right? Yeah, it does. And and we've got a great group of volunteers. Everybody knows everybody else's jobs. You know, so sometimes people are on vacation. So everybody can move into, you know, whatever role they need to do that week. And uh, everybody jumps jumps on it and gets it done, you know. But we are pushing a lot of food out of this building. And and these volunteers are just fantastic. You know, we got 
One guy who's a retired craft executive, another guy who's a Chicago fire captain who's recently retired. Uh, you know, like you said, we've got a couple of village trustees. Um, you know, you just, just so many people are just devoted. They, they just love coming here on Fridays, uh, helping out their neighbors. So you took me around the place and to give an idea to people of the amount of food that comes in and goes out of this place, how many freezers and refrigerators would you say you have? I think I counted six yeah. large, and I'm not talking like the ones you have in your house. I mean, these yeah. are like twice the size of your refrigerator, yeah. top to bottom, and the entire thing is just there to yeah. stack meat in. How many of them? We've got nine all together. Right, and we went through eight of them before you found one that had something left in it today. Right. Yeah, well, this, this is that, that time of the month where we are going to, um, we won't we get our deliver from the Chicago Food Depository next Wednesday. So, and, and you know, we're also getting ready for our uh, turkey giveaway to people who have received cards from us saying that they're eligible to receive turkeys. So we're going to have a monster delivery next Wednesday, and that'll keep our shelves fairly full. But then also, you know, we've got the uh, Queen of Martyrs is doing a food drive for us. St. Bernadette's and then Holy Redeemer's doing food drives. The schools, the, uh, what was it, 124? And uh, they, they've already been dropping food. They've been dropping food off since the kids went back to school. And I'm sure the high school is working on something too. So, you know, it's community support this time of the year is just fabulous. And, you know, and while we're taking all these donations and during the day, we have other residents dropping in checks for, for donations. So it's just a fabulous community. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really... Uh, nice to see what, what the, the support that we get. And the pickups are once a week. So take me through this real quick. First of all, the drop-offs. Somebody wants to drop something off. Are they dropping it off of this this location? They go to the community center over by Klein Park. Where, where's the best place for them to well, bring in goods? On, it depends on what day. We're open on Fridays from 9.30 until noon. So if, they're, if they can do it between 9.30 and noon on Fridays, it's best here. 2704 West 98th right. place. It's just, it's 98th and Washtenaw. It's the firehouse that right. corner in 98th and Washtenaw. So, but if they can't get here on Fridays when we're open, then drop it off at the Office of Citizen Services in the community center. Um, but it's obviously more optimal to drop it off here. That way they don't have to transfer it from OCS to our, our uh, property here. You know? Right. But either way, there's there's yeah. there's different ways, different times yeah. you can drop off goods right. that, that you guys need. And, and some of your needed food items. I'll go through some of the list here for you, John. You're looking for some sweet breakfast cereals, grape or strawberry jelly, peanut butter. I see a lot of peanut butter on the shelves, but I bet you it flies right off the shelves. If you got canned vegetables, uh, beans, if you have canned tuna, I saw that you have an entire shelf that seems to be devoted to tuna and canned chicken, uh, any kind of things like ketchup and mustard and uh, salsa, relish, salad dressings. And we've talked about this before, mixes for like pancakes with syrup and also like chocolate cake mix. We, we've talked about that before that, you know, everybody just figures I'll just grab the cans that are in the back of my pantry mm -hmm. and just hand those out because I'm not going to eat them. I, I, I bought this, but you know, I don't want it anymore. But like, it's important if a, there's a family that can't even afford to get a cake to be able to make a cake right, for their so, kid yeah. on their birthday. Yeah, that's sad. The other thing too, that, you know, we really push our um, uh, hygiene products. You know, and I, you know, I just, I just tell people, go to the dollar store. I and mean, you can get a, a, a carton of like 24 packages of four toilet paper for $24. And, you know, or you can get deodorant. You know, you get a, you know, a case of deodorant or, or a bar soap, um, a toothpaste, that type of stuff from the dollar store. So it's not like it's going to be that expensive to get, but it is very helpful for our people. You know, so I urge, you know, if, and, and for a lot of people that are um, 
and need that's something that they probably wouldn't get on uh, like a SNAP benefit. So you will take frozen foods, you will take we meats, will but you want it, you want people to schedule that in advance because you yeah. might get people that are like, I want to donate some turkeys right. or I want to bring in something for for this time of year. Yeah. I want to do something special, but you they should reach out to you. What's the best way to do that? Yeah, the, the best bet is to call me. Um, directly. I got a number right here. 708-629-8526. That sound yeah. right to you? Yeah, that's the phone number for the phone. I don't know most phone numbers. Now. They're, just, they're just programmed into my phone, John. I, I don't know. I just look at the person's name and I hit the button. That's all I do these days. But that's the number. 708-629-8526 if you want to bring in something that's special that might have to be refrigerated or kept frozen as well. So take me through what people are getting here because I'm watching the amount that of work that's being done. So you on Fridays, the process begins, you start stacking, it looks like you give away a box of certain types of food and then a bag of like canned goods. Tell people like essentially what's being handed out here and who's eligible to come here because there might be somebody listening right now to this podcast who is is hurting, who the cupboard's yeah, bare, really. who's having a hard time. How do, how do they get involved in this program and what are they getting if they stop well, in? Anybody who's an Evergreen Park resident can come at any any Friday between 9.30 and... No appointment, anything like that, no, just pull no, up. No appointment, you just pull up. We'll take some registration information from you and then you'll you'll be on a... a um, you, you can come every Friday once, you, once you're registered. There's no requirement where you have to prove your income uh, or your assets or anything like that. You know, we get this food from the Food Depository and it's a federal program Program, they just use it to distribute the food. So, um, but again, our bylaws say we serve Evergreen Park residents, but the last year and a half, we've been basically serving anybody that shows up because we're not turning anybody away. And, but as far as they, you know, like on Wednesdays, our volunteers are here to prepackage those those uh, grocery bags that you saw out in the warehouse. And then, so when we open our doors on Friday, People start driving up. We put a package of canned goods in there and some, you know, smaller pasta bags that would get in. So the canned goods would be like fruit, vegetables, uh, pasta sauce, SpaghettiOs. And then oh, we'll throw in a couple of boxes of mac and cheese, bag of rice, a bag of spaghetti. We also give them boxes of bulkier items, you know, like bar soap, bread, eggs, milk, cheese. Uh, and what else we get uh, from, you know, vendors. We're getting, like I said, tremendous support from Amazon Fresh, Mariano's, and Meyer as far as giving us product that they ordinarily would, you know, throw out because they're past their internal best buy dates, but they're still before the, the best buy date for consumers to use. So we're getting, you know, a good- So these, these local stores are saying, hey, drive, come on over here, bring a truck over yeah. and take all this stuff before we throw it away because it's still good. Right. We just can't put it on the shelves yeah. anymore. And, and that also increases the amount you're able to give out to right. people. It gives us a, a, a better variety of things for, for our people. And, and, you know, especially, you know, um, as far as fresh fruit, you know, I, so that, I mean, that is something we try to give you know, other than, you know, canned fruit, and uh, during the summer, we get a lot of, of um, fresh vegetables, too, from people who have their own uh, gardens, you know. And the village also has that large garden at the 50-acre park that they produce food there, and they drop it off here every Thursday, you know. So we're ready for Friday. So we, again, it gets back to community support. You know, and I think our people are very aware. They, they're listening to the news. They know there's food shortages. They know that inflation is really starting to uh, impact, uh, you know, even middle-class families. You know, people are thinking twice about what they're going to get. From what I understand, the price of turkey has almost doubled over the last year. Um, so, and that's putting a squeeze on people. So, you know, and, and we're here to relieve that stress. I mean, uh, the way I look at it is, 
you know, people, all, all, almost most people are under financial stress. If we can relieve a little bit of financial stress, that that is going to probably mean a happier household for for people because they 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 know at least that they're going to have food in their community. You're doing great work. If somebody wants to help you out, if somebody wants to drop something off, if somebody has any questions, the number again, 708-629-8526. And remember, 98th and Washtenaw, if you need this help, it's here waiting for you on Friday mornings from 9 o'clock until noon, right? 9.30 till noon. 9.30 till noon. Just pull up, okay? You don't need to do anything in advance. Just pull up. They'll talk to you as a first-timer. They'll get you all set up. You'll drive away with some groceries, and then and then you have a little bit of an outlet, a little bit of relief. Remember, 98th and Washtenaw, the Evergreen Park Village Pantry, and John Dalkey. Thank you to you and all these folks running around in here working really hard. I, I feel guilty. I think I might go out and pick up a box or something. <laughs> no. They are, they are, they are a hard-working crew, but like I say, they, they are just so good. They know exactly what's got to be done. So, and I always tell them, there's nothing you do that can be wrong. You know? yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would say that, that's a good philosophy running a place like this, John. You know, I get muscle aches all the time. I've gone from being able to do whatever I want to and not feeling any pain to basically getting pain for any kind of physical activity. Good news, there's a local family-owned Southside business that provides a CBD topical that will not break the bank. Creaky Bone Balm offers concentrated relief for creaky bones. It is an effective hemp-based CBD in a rejuvenating balm. And guess what? It's made in small batches, always free of preservatives, and all natural ingredients. It's great for muscle aches, tension, inflammation, joint pain. You can even use it for skin ailments like burns and dry cracked skin. Right now, go to creakybone.com and use the promo code BASEMENT. Get 20% off your order. And now check out the new 2,500 milligram balm with reduced pricing on their classic balms. Right now at creakybone.com. Before we get to our guest, and I figure this would be a great time to unveil this, the Evergreen Park Chamber of Commerce, a couple of people here from the chamber sitting down to talk with me about how you can win 250 bucks. I have a brand new segment that I've been waiting to unveil, and this seems like a good time to just kind of throw it out there. Now, let me give some music here. There's got to be something here. To add. Let's, we're going to try out a song. Every time I start a segment, I got to figure out like what song I'm going to play when we do something, if it's going to be a regular thing. Let, let's see if this works. opening i'll dig it i'll dig it for now although this would be kind of fun to have like a local band like somebody that like plays around the area like providing a song so i could talk about them as i give you at the exact same time our shop local spotlight of the week i just saw this segment on 60 minutes over the weekend how backed up the supply lines are especially with all the shipping containers coming in and how long it takes for things to get from one side of the country to the other side of the country. I think you're going to be doing an awful lot of local shopping, but we're not going to just talk about restaurants or a little place you can go in and buy some items for Christmas. We're going to talk about anybody in Evergreen Park that has a business that you might not know very much about, that you might need. How about this one? Dreamers Towing and Recovery. The owner of Dreamers, Tony, lives right here in Evergreen Park. He started his own towing company, and he is available to come and tow your car 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You call the phone, he picks up, he comes and tows your car. I always worry about calling tow companies. I never know how it's gonna work out. I never know who I'm dealing with. I never know how long it's gonna take for them to get to me. You're in the EP, go with a local guy. 
773-410-4549. If you have a junk car, they'll buy it from you as well. And I expect that new segment to grow a little bit. These guys, they do all kinds of stuff for local businesses here in the EP. I have a crowd down here on the EP podcast today. I have Kelly Maroney is here. Butch Zemar is here. Butch does a show on the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. How are you, buddy? Good. Good. How are you doing? <laughs> good. Good. So he's, an, he's a pro at this, Kelly. And then Lori Cleary is here as well. How are you, Lori? I'm great. And these uh, folks are the lifeblood of the Evergreen Park Chamber of Commerce. Like, they are the ones, there's a lot of people involved, but whenever there's, like, some sort of meeting and they're like, hey, Chris, can you get in on this and talk a little bit about some stuff with us? And I'm like, cool. They are always there. They're like the the triangle in the center of the circle. And, uh, and Kelly, you guys have something that's coming up this month that we here at the EP Podcast are super excited to be a part of. It is the EP Money Tree Hunt uh, who wants to talk about it? Kelly, do you want to talk about it? Who wants to kick off telling everybody about this because they can win cash? It's a treasure hunt. You got to be kind of a sleuth. You got to you got to know clues. You got to figure things out. Um, it's going to take a few hours, likely, on a Saturday, but you're going to have an awful lot of fun doing it. Who, who wants to jump in and tell me about this? I do for sure. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so we do have a super fun event coming up. It is called the EP Money Tree Hunt. It was taking place on Saturday, November 27th, which is Support Our Businesses Saturday. So this event, like Chris said, it's going to be super fun. Um, and the whole idea behind this is to promote shopping local. First of all, love the fact that you're, you're calling it Support Our Business Saturday, because I think traditionally people go small business Saturday. And there's a growing thing where small businesses, I think, especially coming out of the pandemic, are realizing that, hey, I'm not so small. And I don't like being called small. And in fact, we're doing something over here on the EP podcast. And I was going to call it something like a small business showcase. And I actually changed the name recently, the shop local showcase, because I realized that it aggravated business owners. Was that that like intentional where you were like, you know what? Your business isn't so small. It's important. Yes. Well, with us being the chamber, we have both small and big businesses. Um, So we like to encourage everyone to just shop local and think local EP when, especially during the holiday season, but always think local EP. It looks like you start on the 27th at 9 a.m. at the sponsor of this this event, also the sponsor of the EP podcast, the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. They like to do a lot of sponsoring. Uh, They're also giving away the $250, which is awesome. So you're going to get a clue, and then it's going to direct you to the next location you have to go to to get your next clue. And the way you were explaining this to me, and I've gone through all the clues, folks. I'll tell you this honestly. I've gone through the clues. I did get it at the end. But I, I got it because I knew something that I don't think most people like. I, and it took me a while. You put a lot of thought into these clues. <laughs> give me, you know, give me the process to what it what went into coming up with these clues so that it's not too easy, but you're going to get a winner of the 250 on that day. All right. Well, when this whole idea came up, I literally started jumping up and down because I wanted to be a part of it. It just sounds like so much fun. I'm a puzzle fiend. I do crossword puzzles. I do word jumbles. I love mysteries. All of those things appeal to me. I've done scavenger hunts before. I've planned and organized them. I'm also a storyteller. So for me, it was just like, let me at it. Let me give it a try. Um, and I, actually, I wasn't even asked to do it. I just kind of did it. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is great. So, I couldn't do it without you, Lori. Oh, thank you. So basically, um, the process that I came up with is I wanted to learn as much as I could about the history of Evergreen Park. And because we're the chamber, I wanted this to have um, as much um, involvement of our local businesses. So I went and with Kelly 
to the um, historical society over at the community center, and we met with um, George Peso. Yeah, we did. George and George loves talking about history. We he, had so much fun. He, if I had George on this show, and I've had him on this show before, I don't need any other guest. It's going to be thirty minutes. I'm going to hear about a train <laughs> robbery. It's going to be insane. He's uh, delightful. He loves he loves talking about the history of Evergreen Park. He knows everything. Is he disqualified from this because he's going to figure this out pretty quickly? Well, I don't know. You might have, if George if George wants in on this thing, he might. Get it. <laughs> when we were talking with George and his team, we cast a wide net. So okay. I don't think he knew. He exactly, might not be but, able to figure this out. Is what but on the other me. hand, he is a consultant, so yeah, he like, might want to take a um, take step a back. yeah take a step back from it. But anyway, so what we did is we I took pages and pages of notes from that. Okay. Drove around Evergreen Park up and down, and then sat down and tried to tell a story from the end to the beginning. Yeah. So what I wanted it to do, I wanted it to be fun where people wouldn't start getting clues and automatically guess it. I didn't want it to be too easy. Um, but I, It's so not I, easy. I wanted people to have multiple right. multiple ideas for each clue. Like, oh, it could be this, it could be that. I'm going to go check these places out. But at the same time, we want people to remember it, support our business this Saturday, go into these places as well. You know, do a little shopping while you're having fun. Right, right. And, and now here's the thing. I, I want to kind of go back to what you just said about how you constructed it mm-hmm. that that's true it, you basically have to go through this whole thing like one clue is not giving it away and some of the clues are like you know more specific to when you finally find the area that it's going to happen i think that's a true thing to say and some of them actually tell you eventually where you should be searching and they're like but they're all puzzle piece and and you really have to go through all the clues to figure this out like this isn't something i i would be insanely shocked if somebody <laughs> got it before the last clue because I didn't get it to the last clue and I had to pull out a map and I had to Google a few things and then I just kind of narrowed it down and I was sitting there and you were staring, you and Kelly were staring at me like, do you got it? Do you got it? Do you got it? Do you got it? And it was just, it took forever. You just did it to Butch when he got down here and poor Butch, I felt bad for him. I started leaning over pointing at the thing on his phone. It's like, look here, look here, Butch. And he's looking at me like, I'm crazy. I'm like, because you guys, like, you know, and you're just like, how do you not know this yet? Like, it takes a while, right? Well, we are so excited to see how long is it going to take people to figure it out. <laughs> we hope it's not too easy. We hope it's not too hard. We want to go for just right. I we think want it to be fun. I think you're going to nail it with the time that you expect it to go. It's going to kick off at 9 a.m. And you figure by 2 p.m. when you're doing the last clue, I would think very shortly thereafter somebody will get it. So it'll be a nice morning into the early afternoon. You're going to get to have a lot of fun. Butch, take me through your thoughts as you're going through the clues. It was hard, wasn't it? It was definitely difficult. Being a, a resident of Evergreen Park nearly a decade, I was still thrown off by the clues. And so um, for those who have been here even for generations, um, they may be clued in, they may maybe not. And so <laughs> so I was a little surprised, um, to say the least, but I think that's why the clues are good. They kind of tell a story. They, they get you move into one area to a, another to kind of build those um, ideas together to try to figure out what the where, where it's all at. <laughs> We are not done with our guest. We're going to get right back to him, talk about how you can win that $250 coming up on the 27th on that Saturday right after Thanksgiving. But it is now time for your EP podcast, Word on the Street. And if you didn't notice, so much happening with the kids and their sports over the last week or so in and around Evergreen Park. Didn't get a chance to congratulate them last week. It just happened so late on Sunday. By the time I had the finals from those games, the EP podcast was already put together for Monday morning. But congratulations to Most Holy Redeemer right here in Evergreen Park. 
they win the Southside Catholic Conference Junior Varsity and Varsity Championships in football just about a week ago. Congratulations to all those kids. Congrats to the school. Also, an incredible run by Mother Macaulay's volleyball team. They play second in the state over the weekend. They played in the championship game. They fell just short, but that is a great accomplishment. And Brother Rice beats Mount Carmel in just, I mean, when do those two schools ever get to face each other that late in the high school football playoffs? What a great game. I can't I can't believe that I get to sit on my couch and watch that with an app on my TV. I love that technology. I just got to sit there and watch it. Looked like it was a lot of fun, though, out there at the stadium. Rice plays next week. If things go well, you could have Rice versus Rita at the end. Southside's going to be on fire. Back over to Mother Macaulay. They are doing a big production. They always do really great plays over there. Meet Me in St. Louis starting on Thursday, running through Sunday. That is their fall musical. The performances on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night, 7.30 p.m. start. Sunday, there's a matinee at 3 p.m., $15 tickets for that. And my daughter, Audrey, who you hear at the beginning and at the end of every episode of the EP podcast, that's her chiming in, telling you how to subscribe. She is actually playing in the pit, in the orchestra. So I'll be at at least one of those performances. Listen for the saxophone. We have some local Evergreen Park folks asking for your help, so we want to pass this along to you. Tom Nelligan attended Queen of Martyrs here in the EP, and also Brother Rice. And his friends here in the EP are trying to raise some money because he was diagnosed recently with stage 4 stomach cancer. He's got a wife, he's got three kids. There is a GoFundMe that has been set up for him. If you're able to give, it would be much appreciated. Just go to GoFundMe.com and hit the search button. Type in Tom Nelligan. Once you type in Tom space N-E, it pops right up there. Help Tom Nelligan beat cancer. They would appreciate anything you're able to give. There are leaves on the ground here in Evergreen Park. And remember, your green yard waste can will get pickup service until about mid-December. The village would appreciate if you used that before you shot them into the street. But let's be honest, I love shooting my leaves into the street. That's your EP podcast, Word on the Street. If you have something you want us to pass along in the Word on the Street, just contact us right there at the eppodcast.com. Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708 425 1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. All right, I want to talk a little bit more about this money tree hunt because 250 bucks being handed out to the winners of a village-wide treasure hunt the Saturday following Thanksgiving. I love this. I love this whole idea. I actually want to shout out to Butch because Butch had the idea to do a kind of a hunt in Evergreen this Park. Is, this was your, your baby? It was. You were like... Now, from what I understand, like you guys kind of told me before we sat down here, that this is not the first time that anybody's done this in this area, but you've done kind of your own little twist. It was kind of like, we've seen these things. Sometimes you see them on Facebook. You see different groups that'll have these kind of events. 
but yours is a little different. And, and you, you know, you put your own little, your stamp on it. And it, and it's in, in reality, I think one of the stamps is you're trying to feature all of the different businesses in Evergreen Park and certain locations in Evergreen Park that, that will help people out, especially during this time. Like, this is a big deal this time of year for businesses that are local in Evergreen Park. I mean, we're at the back end of a pandemic that still has effect on businesses. Like I speak to restaurant owners and they tell me there's weird patterns now where everybody goes out on the weekends. But guess what? If you want a table, show up on Wednesday because people have kind of changed their patterns as to how they do things. People have changed how they shop. I've talked to shop owners that will advertise on this show. They're still trying to navigate a new landscape so it's a big deal this month. So you guys did a really good job here, I think, of trying to feature your local businesses. Totally agree. Um, but I don't want to take all the co- uh, credit because Kelly did a lot more of the background work. And um, I, I, I guess, came brainstormed some ideas, and this was one of them. Uh, but I appreciate Kelly just um, basically taking the reins on it and, and putting it together because the creativity that was put involved in this and... Um, of course, Laurie and our clues. I think this is going to be a fantastic event. And then and then obviously supporting and visiting some of these uh, businesses in Evergreen Park, I think is key. Chris brought up a good point coming at the tail end of the pandemic. Buying uh, modes are, are completely different than they were two years ago. And, and, and it's going to support the, the, these businesses that um, may be struggling and they need this, they need this support for um, the, the community and, the, and stay involved um, because otherwise when the businesses start um, drying up and moving out, you know, it's harder for the village to actually uh, keep moving because um, they depend on it too. And obviously families are depending on all these businesses as well. Kelly, you're kind of the point person for the Evergreen Park Chamber of Commerce, right? And and they they change. You've had several different presidents already that have like been the person that like is a business owner and they rotate that. But you've been going through this now for years and you've been here before the pandemic hit. You've gone through this entire thing. You're at the back end. The mayor just put out a thing in over the last week where she was talking about there's new business licenses. We had one of the we had two of the trustees on here, Mark Marzullo and Norm Anderson, and they were talking about there's a new car dealership coming in and there's more applications for new businesses and that businesses are starting to see the, a little bit of a turnaround what has this been like for you and how important is it for the chamber to continuously evolve and do more for its local businesses? And, and, you know, because Evergreen is really starting to become like a location that people want to move into and sell goods. Yeah, I definitely think everything that's going on in Evergreen is awesome. Um, Like you said, we're getting a new car dealership and businesses are starting to kind of, you know, turn back from the pandemic and um, us as a chamber, we've been here to support them. Um, I always say we're stronger together, just doing things like this, um, just building awareness and showing everybody what Evergreen has to offer. So yeah, it's been difficult, just like with businesses. Um, You know, we've been having struggles, but you know, we're all in this together and I think we are all coming out ahead. And you got a fun contest, Lori. I mean, like this, this thing I think is going to be a blast. I'm jealous that I can't do it. My wife is mad. (laughs) Erica goes, I get to do it, right? I'm like, no, you don't get to do it because I was, I'm part of it. Like I have, I have the clues. I was one of the test subjects. EP podcast is going to be involved in it. Like, listen, If you're not subscribed to the show, and I know some people listen through like a Facebook link or they see it on Twitter, and it's when they see it, they click on it. I've heard that before. The subscribers, you're going to want to be subscribed if you're doing this, because one of the clues, first of all, I'm going to hang out with Kelly when she places the clue, we've decided. So we're going to be out at the location, and you're going to hear the audio, and there's probably going to be something that will give you a hint in the background audio, and that's going to be the Monday before this happens on the 27th. Then on the 27th, one of the clues in the middle of it 
is going to be a special release of the EP podcast. It's going to pop up on your phone or your device, or you're going to have to go to the website, theeppodcast.com, and you're going to have to hear this clue. And I have fought tooth and nail, and I think I have won on a clue that is very essential to figuring <laughs> this out. So like, I was like, I was like, I want that clue. Okay. I mean, it's a, it's a good one. So, I mean, like I, I, this is going to be, I think an awful lot of fun, but it's going to be like, you're going to be interacting with other people. You're going to meet people while you're on the hunt. You're going to talk with the people inside the stores. Then all of a sudden you're going to have to listen to audio on the podcast and kind of be able to, it's, it's really going to be kind of a fun thing. And I can see that you're just kind of like, you're almost beaming because you want it to happen tomorrow. Like you're like, how do Listen. I? Why do I have to wait till the 27th at nine o'clock at the First National Bank of Evergreen Park? Chris, I've had so much fun working with Kelly Butch and you on this hunt. It is so as much fun as we've been having. Imagine what families are going to be doing on Saturday, November 27th. They're going to have a blast, and I encourage families to come out. Bring your kids with you. Make it a family event. Yeah. Make it a family hunt. Not my family. Shop though. for gifts. They're so mad. They're like, we want to do it. I'm like, no, you can't do it. I'm like, yeah. everybody, like everybody think I gave it away. Like you can't do it. Ah, and then they're like, what is it? I'm like, I'm not telling you because you're going to give it away. Like I, so I mean, like right now, right now, I, I, I mean, I'm only saying this on the air so that if people see me out, they try to ply me with gifts to give it away, but I'm not giving <laughs> yeah. it away. Though. I'm not giving it away. I just want nope. the gifts. I just want it to be plied. I guess is what I want to be. Okay. So uh, yeah. Chris, how do people... Chris, what if I split it with you though? <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> and surprise, surprise, Zimar Lanuti, win the money. Like, yes. That would ruin this whole contest. So don't worry about that. Okay. Um, how do people... Do they just show up right now? Is there a pre-registration? Is there a website with more details? Give me all that. Yeah, so you can head over to evergreenparkchamber.org. There's more details about the event on our website there. We are asking that you RSVP just so we could have, we can kind of expect how many people are participating. But then, yeah, we just look forward to seeing you at 9 a.m. on November 27th at First National Bank of Evergreen Park. Can I give away the fact that it's not an actual tree? Like they're not, <laughs> I don't want people walking around in the park for the next three weeks trying to see if they can get the money early. It's like a, it's like a picture of a tree, right? And it's being hidden in a location. So it could really be anywhere. But when you find that, then that's how you get the $250. Lori, is that okay if I give that away? It's okay for you to say all that. Right. It is, it is a physical piece right. of paper. Because right now somebody's like, all right, I'm starting my day off in, in Klein Park. I'm going to yeah. be at, I'm going to get 50 acre. That's where I'm going to be. <laughs> like, like it's not an actual tree. Right. Yeah. 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 All right. So you're going to look for the money tree starting at 9 a.m. November the 27th over at the First National Bank of Evergreen Park is where it will start. You'll get your first clue there. They're providing the $250 prize. RSVP at evergreenparkchamber.org. Butch, Lori, Kelly, um, a good time. I, I'm very excited about it. Disappointed that I can't participate. <laughs> Especially like I like I like I'm I'm giddy to tell people afterwards some of the behind the scenes stuff that I can't talk about right now and how these things came up and, and everything and what did it for me. Like I can't wait to talk about it, but I can't because I'll give it away. But thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, Basement, the Nudie's Basement, 
the broad basement. Slancha. The EP podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at theeppodcast.com.